Hello everyone, welcome to AGN News. Not much has happened this week. We've had the Xbox game showcase, of course, so a few games have been shown, but not much else when it comes to information-wise, but I will tell you what I know. Other than that, there's a few little things here and there. Uh, something's been leaked, as always. Uh, whether that source is confirmed or not, we'll find out. Okay, first up, so... Games that came out. Crisis Remastered came out on Nintendo Switch. Why? I have no idea. Like, I remember that game used to be the benchmark equivalent of Is Your PC Good Enough back in the early 2000s. Like, what? I don't know who would play it on Switch. Why? Or even if it'll work, I have not even bothered looking because if you want to play Crisis Remastered, play it on PC. And even then, I would say, maybe just don't play it. I think 3 is the best one of the lot. Just because, like, um, even now, it's still a good benchmark. As that's what crisis games really are to most people these days. The story never did mean much. Although we did, like, profit as a, as a protagonist. I, I, that move, I think it was just a case like, hey, crisis still exists. We remastered number one. Here you go on Switch. I can't imagine what it looked like. Like, the Switch device itself is, what, a 720p screen? And I think Crisis was probably made for 720p back in the day. I think like 1080p was high as it goes. But I don't know how I feel about it on Switch. It doesn't feel right because Switch to me is a casual lounge about play on console. It's not, I wouldn't call it a console, but it's a handheld to me. I don't even use it in a dock. I usually play a handheld. And it's very much, yeah, very casual device. They're very like, uh, I don't want to play hard or try hard i want to relax and enjoy a game and just that's what switch is to me it was very much a pokemon mario sort of uh console although there are some games on it that i do thoroughly enjoy even though they are on pc like for example fury f-u-r-i it's a great game it's very simple basically a hack and slasher where you're 1v1 versus bosses for the whole thing but it's it's uh i love the art style to it and that's a great game so yeah some games i will go back on that sentence but <laughs> other than that crisis is not one of those games that i think is like even on pc it was dodgy because like uh, the the npcs could see you through brick walls they could like do all sorts they could see you from miles off you had no chance and if you're on a screen that small you'll have more of a no chance and like if you have it docked then i'm just i'm like that if i don't play crisis on switch god please don't no then again if it makes some more revenue we all know crytek's going through some trouble right now Oh, if you don't know, it's old news before I started the channel, but basically Crytek and the creators of Star Citizen, I don't know what their official name is, but it's Robert Space Industries is how I refer to them, whether that's the actual company name or not, I do not know, I'm, I'm, this is just some ad-lib. Yeah, so they tried suing Crytek, no, Crytek tried suing Robert Space Industries, so we'll refer to them as Star Citizen. They tried suing Star Citizen because in contract it, there was some terminology which is basically along the lines of the um, Crytek Crisis Engine or Crytek Engine, sorry, will be used in exclusivity for Star Citizen, right? So they had a license to use it for Star Citizen. Now, the exclus exclusivity, when I read it, means you can't use this engine to make another game. You make it for Star Citizen. Doesn't mean you have to make the game using that engine. No, 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 it doesn't mean that at all. It just means that if you use the engine, it has to be used to make this game. That's what your license is for. Makes sense. So, a few months down the line, Star Citizen decides we want to go with Lumberyard, which is, FYI, Amazon's version of the Crisis Engine. 
Crytek engine, sorry. Uh, I don't know the differences, but essentially uh, Amazon have their own version, which I believe is just a modified version of the Crytek engine. But they add stuff to it. I don't know the the details, but essentially they went with Lumberyard. And Crytek wasn't really a fan of this. Their reason for it being was this clause that said exclusive it exclusively. But that but uh, a lot of people like uh, that have reviewed it have been like, no, you're you're silly. And the current state of affairs when it comes to Crytek case, the most recent update I can find is from February 2020. Gamma Sutra has a post on it, essentially saying, Crytek's lawsuit against our citizen devs end in settlement. But it, overall, it was pretty stupid and petty uh, on Crytek's side. And when when this came out, it was very much, a lot of people had the opinion, uh, a lot of people looked into these two companies, and they found out, they dug out dark things about both. So it was like, okay, Chris Roberts, who is the guy who is in charge of uh, Star Citizen right now and like sort of giving its its direction has a very big problem with uh, feature creep which is where you set a goalpost and then you move it every so often which is what has been reported as what Robert does so that's why you see all these things about people saying Star Citizen is never going to come out I personally back Star Citizen when it came out I have a I've got a Hornet yeah, so I got Hornet. I remember when I got it, because I got it, I think when, uh, this will this will date it, when Frankie on PC made a video about Star Citizen, and he had a, uh, a Hornet, I was like, oh, looks all right. I'll back it for like 50 quid. And yeah, ever since it's been like, yeah. I, oh, but you can play more and more. It's just very slow for a game that's been out for so long. It's not hasn't been out for so long, but this is one of the reasons that people hate, but like publishers, is if publishers set a date, you have to meet that date. Otherwise, you like you might get something like this where your lead designer is like, let's look at this, let's look at this, let's, at this. let's redesign this ship three times over, kind of thing, which is sort of the thing that Star Citizen had. So that was sort of like the dark thing that they were saying about Star Citizen is that essentially, uh, and then there were like people were throwing about things like uh, like uh, Chris Roberts was uh, like um, giving himself big pay bonuses and his brother paid pay bonuses, uh, but that's all stuff that I'm not going to comment on. I don't even know about it in terms of research. I'm just talking about what things were said around Twitter and other news articles. Whether the leg- legitimacy of those articles, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to confirm. Uh, but essentially, that was sort of. And the negative with Crytek was very much that they were late when it came to money. When it came to money, they were very bad. They didn't pay their employees on time. A lot of people were backdated when it came to money they was owed, and essentially, they were terrible. Uh, and as a result, all this when this came out about them suing star citizen for this uh this reason it was very much seen as a money grab basically it was like we want to get our cake but anyhow that's uh that's enough about going from crisis all the way to suing star citizen anyway that's how crisis came out remastered on switch uh um other than that there's a game coming out tomorrow as of time recording and that is so it'll be out on 28th of july it's a game that some people liked, some people didn't. I just enjoyed it when it came out because it was fun and goofy. Destroy All Humans is getting re-released. I don't know if it's a remaster or a remake or what, but it's basically like a HD version from what I can tell. And it's coming out tomorrow uh, on PC, five Steam, PlayStation uh, 4, Xbox One, and Stadia. So yeah, a little bit of fun. I don't know if I'll get it. I remember what the old one was like and... Although it's a fun game, unless it's like an actual new game and it's not just the same story and all that again, 
I might get it, but uh, who knows? If it's just the same game as it was before and it's just like a retexture with some updates here and there, no thanks. Okay, now that's games that are like happening recently. There are some games, obviously, with the games uh, showcase from Xbox, there's a lot of things, games that have been shown. Some others have been like shown and also given dates and platforms. So, not in order here. So, we're not going off Xbox platform or anything like that. Yep, so Yakuza Like a Dragon has been confirmed for November 13th for Xbox Series X, Xbox One, Windows 10 via the store, and you can get it through Steam, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation 5. Now, I love Yakuza, they're great. They're basically just one big movie that you interact with and you feel a bit like a badass, badass, when you are kicking the shit out of other Yakuza's. So, yeah, it's all good fun. I probably enjoyed all of them so far. Uh, on that are on PC, that is. There's like what there's, I think there's um, one that isn't right now, but it's on PlayStation. Hopefully, it'll come to PC sometime. But this one is uh, this one is confirmed for November seventh, November thirteenth. Sorry, this year. So yeah, something to look forward to if you're a Yakuza fan. Next, um, Halo Infinite. Well, gameplay has been shown. This was during the showcase, of course, and they showed. Basically, uh, I saw like a uh, sort of like a merging of Halo Guardians, sort of graphically, for graphical fidelity wise, but a color scheme more matching to Halo Four or Three in terms that it was it's a lot, it was a lot more easier to identify targets, which is I said I'd, I, I it, was, it was a gripe I had of Guardians in that it was it was very detailed, it was pretty, but man, you could not identify a target from a, from a, a wall sometimes. Like the little dog things that would run around, and then you did they'd they be in front of like a, a, a rock that had snow on it, and all of a sudden you'd have trouble seeing them. You're like, oh, whoa, hold on, I didn't need to focus this hard to, uh, to like shoot something. I sh- you shouldn't have to focus that hard. That's one of the things about first person shooters. It's like you should be more focusing on hitting, the, getting to the target, and hit it. If you have to focus to make sure you hit the target because it's blending in with the background, it's bad design choice. That's one of the reasons that um, one of the reasons that Valorant's doing fairly well is because it's easy to acquire targets. There's no thing about it. same with Overwatch. You have no problem like establishing a target in Overwatch. You can easily see when someone's a target. You're never going to mistake them for a wall. If you have that problem where you mistake things for walls, or you see walls and they merge within it, say so it becomes like a bit of an eye strain to like focus on. Like, okay, it's there. That's where the head is. That's the kind of like that's to me is not going well. It's the whole point of a the whole point of a first person shooter is to make you feel good and like a badass and also like a badass. What most of the thinking has to go to the aiming and shooting. It shouldn't be going to the oh is that a target or not sort of aiming and shooting. It's like yeah. So anyway, so gay pleasure. It looks to be open world. Apparently, it's many times bigger than other rings that have previously been visited. But yeah, you are against. There seems to be a brute leader in this one. And yeah, Chief had the grappling hook, which seemed to either be a rechargeable ability or item. It was hard to tell. Then again, if I recall correctly, the previous Halo abilities were items you could swap out. So it might be one of those again. Uh, but in this case, it was a grappling hook, you see, and it did recharge over time. Uh, you only got to use it once, according to the number counter that you see in the, de- in the demo. But yeah, otherwise, it looks very much Halo. But it's like a good balance because like you can establish your targets. It's a big thing to me. It annoys me when people don't do it right. Okay. Other than that, in terms of platform, it has been it's available on Steam, Xbox, Xbox X, of course, because it was funny. And Windows 10 store. 
on Steam it says holiday 2020, but on the Xbox website or Microsoft website, it doesn't say a date. So I don't know if holiday 2020 is correct. But then again, I don't know what Americans would consider to be holiday 2020. So is that summertime? Or is it not? You know what I mean? Essentially, yeah. But yeah, this one's on Steam and Windows 10. Yay! Back to having Halos on PC. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Okay, next there was a sort of an unknown one, but it's made by Obsidian. Uh, it's Avowed. Uh, think from viewpoint, very Mordhau or Skyrim first person. Um, you very much get sort of like the Skyrim feel in that you have a sword in the uh, trailer. You have a guy that has a sword in his right hand that is like emblazoned with a load of glyph, uh, not glyphs. It's engraved and the engravings glow. And his left hand, he lights purple, like he's going to throw a purple fireball or something. Purple lightning, whatever you'd like. But I say, and I say, I, I think like in terms of viewpoint, I saw it, it looks very like uh, gloomy. So think uh, in terms of environment and sort of like viewpoint, Think of actually, it's probably what they were going for because the trailer very much reminds you of the Balrog scene in Lord of the Rings, where you are basically in the mines of Moria and you have loads of darkness, and yet you've got a tunnel that you can see in front of you that's at an off angle, so you can't see down the tunnel, you only see the entrance to the tunnel, and there's a whole load of fire and a big load of footsteps that you can hear, and the fire is illuminating the entrance, and you can you know something's coming. Uh, so yes, think very Lord of the Rings, uh, Balrog scene. If you need a description, if you haven't, got, if you're not going to watch the trailer. But other than that, I think that, t- that tells a lot. Maybe that's what they are planning. Maybe it is a very much it's is it might be a very Lord of the Rings s kind of thing uh, game because it's as a mix of magic, swords, fantasy s stuff. And yeah, I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing more of that game. But in terms of um, Consoles, it's going to be Xbox Series X uh, and Windows 10 PCs. So uh, limited in terms of uh, accessibility for those who are not on those platforms. Although everyone has a Windows 10 PC, whether you have a Windows 10 game PC, it's another story. Next, Warhammer 40k. One that got, we had a Warhammer release not long ago, and now they've uh, announced Dark Tide, which you automatically think of Vermintide when you hear the name, and rightfully so, because it's the same developers. Uh, looking at the trailer, it seems to be four individuals that are using futuristic weaponry. I'm not going to claim to name the weaponry because there's so many that I could be very wrong. But the enemies, I could tell you, they look like uh, they look like poxwalkers. <laughs> Reddit was pointing out that it looks like the big guy in the background is a, pl- a plague ogren. But yeah, very much for, imagine Roman Tide, but future this time. People were saying that the, basically, hopefully it's less of a melee grind, because a lot of people liked doing melee with that one, because just because it was like, well, you're using bow and arrow or something or other. And I, prefer, I, I prefer shooting. I like first-person shooters, so first-person melee, for me, was never a great thing. But yeah, uh, so it's the same devs as Vermintide, so imagine that kind of system where very floody kind of thing, where you're going to get a lot of enemies come at you at once, and you have to progress through a plague of enemies. Okay, that one has been coming. It's been set. It's coming 2021. So there's no set month or anything like that. They just say coming 2021, uh, and that's for Xbox Series X and Windows 10 PCs again. Next, we've got State of Decay 3. Now, State of Decay, uh, I have a love hate relationship. I liked one. I didn't like two. I but three. We'll, we'll have to see. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the the trailer was very interesting though. 
is very much you had a person that was uh, camping. They see a big bad wolf. They uh, stare off at each other, and she growls at it in a very aggressive fashion. And then wolf goes away. Later on the next morning, she's going on an expedition, and she sees the uh, wolf, said wolf, but it's dead. And it is being currently being eaten by a zombified deer or stag. And then said deer or stag says sees her and gives it a gives her a hell of a look and a freaky scream, which is very, <laughs> very state of decay. Uh, now I think about it, but yeah. So I wonder how it's going to pan out because, like, to me, state of decay has been very cartoony. And I'm like, I'd love it if it was a bit darker because the whole setting is for quite dark. It's just that the uh, the the color palette and the sort of design of it and the sort of like shadering that they use it feels fairly like cartoonish um not cartoonish that's not unfair but it, it's very colorizing that you can tell that this is uh it's not like last of us let's put it that way last of us feels very realistic in terms of like it's it's car it's show you that way whereas it's not like gears of war where gears of war is like you know this is it looks good it's got a lot of detail but it's definitely not like that kind of game it's not like realistic and, and that's why i always felt about the state of the case they just seem to be lack of lack of detail uh maybe that's a resource thing though like maybe they just don't have the people or budget for it which is fair enough i mean borderlands 2 gets gets on a bit fine and like don't let it take away from you i just think in terms of uh atmospherics it would help them a lot if they just had a little more detail and they had the better like shading and that kind of stuff uh, hopefully they'll be out of three. So that is no date has been confirmed, or at least I can't find a date for it. But they also don't confer, confirm like where it's going to be available. It's just at the end of the trailer they show the Xbox symbol, and then it pans, it, it fades out, and then it shows the Windows 10 square symbol. So from that, I'm going to expect it to be on Windows Xbox Series X and Windows 10 PC. Next, one of my ah, oh, I'm so happy that they've shown this one. Fable, how I've missed Fable. Lost Chapters was one of my favourite Fable games ever. Uh, two and three were still bloody good. I loved them all. Uh, it's something about Fable. I don't know what it is. It's just that it's that it's that kind of thing where you're like it's just so appealing. I don't know why. It's hard to put my finger on it, but I love Fable, and a lot of other people do. No date, <laughs> unfortunately, but Xbox Series X and Windows 10. Yes, PC. Man, how I wish. I, I remember I, uh, playing it on PC. I like. I wish I could. Re there are some games that I miss wholeheartedly, and I wish I could replay on PC. Uh, and the games are basically the Fable series. You can play Fable One and Lost Chapters on PC. Two and three, I don't think you can. I, I have trouble finding them. Uh, all I seem to find is uh, damn emulators to emulate the console, so you could play it on PC, which is not the same. Like you want to play it like it's made for it. You know what I mean? And the others that I missed, really, oh, this one I really miss, and I wish would come to PC, is the Ninja Gaiden trilogy that was originally on Xbox 360. Oh, I missed that game. Like, I'm so glad that on Xbox uh, One, you could get Ninja Gaiden 1, I think it was. Yeah, 1. Again, I think you can get 2 and 3. I don't know, I'm not sure. But 1, I know you can. You can get that. And, and that's the only time I've ever actually pulled my Xbox out of the cupboard is when I feel proper nostalgic and I want to play that game. Oh, please. Someday. Anyway, so for Fable, no date set, but Xbox Series X and Windows 10. And now on to some side news. Not about game releases or anything. Just some 
news that happened in the gaming space. First, Call of Duty Cold War has been confirmed. Not confirmed. It's been leaked, speculated. It could be a fa- it could be fake news, but essentially uh, a, a Twitter page that is uh, called Call of Duty News, as it happens, tweeted out a picture where they said that some Dor- uh, Doritos promo material. They don't show the full thing. They only show the corner that has the actual Call of Duty information. So it's not even confirmed that that is actually Doritos promo material. Uh, but it says Call of Duty Cold War double XP for the uh, chance to win double XP for the whole year. Promo ends first 31st of January 2021. So that tells me that at least before January 3031, 2021, before 31st of January 2021, Cold War, if this is real, obviously, will be out before then. It'll be out for at least, uh, I'd imagine, two weeks. Maybe a week. At least before then, though. So, interesting. But yeah, a lot of humming and hawing about this one because it's too many things that can't be confirmed and it could be just fake news. Although Cold War is a good name, it's also a predictable name because when you think of war and you think of Russia, which of Call of Duty loves to use Russia, what do you think of one of the biggest events between Russia and America? You think of the Cold War. So it's, yeah, that one we'll see if it ever develops into something more. But essentially, I'm approaching that one with a lot of scepticism. So next, it's more TV-related, but it's about a game that became a t- that got a TV show, which is The Witcher. I love The Witcher. I'm glad that it's expanding into other avenues. I did enjoy The Witcher, t- the Witcher series on Netflix. Speaking of Netflix, what I mean to say is a six-part prequel has been confirmed on Netflix for The Witcher. It's called The Witcher Blood Origin. Now, it's not Gev- it's not a- it's not around Geralt's time. It's before then. It's 1,200 years before Geralt. I think during that time, The Witcher schools were about still. I don't know how long The Witcher school. I think The Witcher school's been going on a long time. But uh, I remember, obviously, Geralt's time. There's not The Witcher schools have sort of died out. So I imagine this is where you have, you'll have more witches uh, about of the of the uh, the cat and the wolf and the snake and the uh, and the bear and so on. So hopefully a lot more diversity in terms of personality traits. And but yeah, other than that, not much else has got news come out. Unfortunately, it's like although it's like it is like there's a lot of things that have been like shown. There's nothing substantial. There's no dates, which is what Xbox said. In fairness, they said don't expect dates. Don't expect a price for the console. I think I'm most looking forward to Fable, although considering it was just a cinematic trailer they showed, I didn't see any gameplay. I have a, a long wait, I imagine, for that one. Halo Infinite, I don't know how I feel about it. I like Halo. I just don't feel as excited for Halo. Maybe I've just grown out of Halo. But this one, we'll have to see. I'll still probably buy it. I, I say that now. I'll probably buy it when it comes out, still on play it. But you never know. Other than that, uh, just a little bit updated update for news channel wise for everyone who are still here that's all the news done so if you want to log off all means but if you care to stay basically i'm deciding not to um continue the youtube updates i don't, I honestly don't have time for it working nine to five and trying to keep up with this stuff i like my free time and i don't think people really want to see youtube just to look at sources so if anyone wants sources they could always tweet at me and i could give it to them but yeah other than that thank you all for listening and have a good one